You're listening to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast with your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is episode number nine. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our episode number nine on the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. You're hearing right now from our host, Letitia Ringe, and I'm so excited to have you here with me today because as this airs, it is International Women's Day, and I think that's a pretty amazing day to support every year as a woman and, you know, every single day. So I'm so excited today to be talking to you uh, for this episode. It's going to be a solo episode. And for anyone new here, this podcast is designed to inspire, empower and support you on the journey of uncovering your truth and purpose in the world. So I thought, what better topic to talk about today than creating the right environment to support us in discovering our purpose. And a big part of that is all about tapping into this other side, the the right brain side of our um, capabilities. And this is also known as our feminine energy. So what a wonderful topic to share with you today here on International Women's Day. And I'm really excited to explore this with you because honestly, this is a game changer and every single person needs to know about it in order to create the right environment to receive and uncover your purpose. So if you're ready, let's dive in. Okay, everyone. So yes, today we're talking about the topic of creating the right environment to discover purpose. And what this is all about and that we'll be discussing throughout this episode is about creativity and the need to have the time and space to foster receiving creativity. It's not something that we do. Okay, it's a very different approach in a world where we're so focused on taking action, hustling, doing, you know, having incredibly busy lives where we don't have any time and space to actually receive creativity, to receive inspiration, and then to act on that inspiration. So this creativity is a feminine energy. It is part of our right side of our brain. And this is different to our logical left side of the brain, which also happens to be our masculine energy. Now, I'm not talking about gender here when I talk about masculine and feminine. No, we're talking about a duality of energies that lives or that we all are able to tap into. And Currently in our society, we are so focused on logic and reason and doing that we've undervalued the feminine energy and right brain capabilities that we all are able to tap into. So many of us don't feel a connection to them. But what we can't stop is that feeling within us that yearning, which is why I call it yearning, because I just feel like that word really describes this feeling, this pit in our stomachs, in our bodies, this just craving for something more to, to create 
And we are all creating every single day, whether we are consciously aware of it or not. So what happens when our, what we are creating is not in alignment with what we actually want to be creating and what we value and care about, that is what leads us to feeling unfulfilled. And our logical mind is telling us that, well, we're doing all the right things to be successful in this world. And yet there is something unexplainable within us, but that you can definitely feel and is telling us that, no, you're doing everything wrong. Okay, so today we're talking more about creativity and how to allow the time and space for creativity and why you need to allow time and space for creativity and why creativity is so important for purpose. So first up, though, what I want to do for anyone who is new here maybe and doesn't uh, understand what create a life that is beautiful even means First up, I'm going to explain to you what the creator life that is beautiful uh, is all about. And I use the word our and we rather than I, even though I am at this stage the only person behind create a life that is beautiful. But I want it to resonate and to be open and a welcome space for others. This is about us. It's not about me. This is a we. So over at Create a Life That Is Beautiful, we help people create their happiest, healthiest and most fulfilled life. And we strongly believe that you do that through creating a life, including our work that you love, enjoy and are inspired by. And that involves discovering and showing up for your beautiful purpose in the world. And when we talk about work, this doesn't mean it's something that we need to be paid for, but we do need purpose. This is the road to creation, to innovation, contribution and evolution. The approach is different because we're taking a heart-centered, flowing, aligned, abundant and holistic approach to health, happiness and fulfillment, which in turn produces the outcomes that we desire. So while purpose is our main focus, of course, there are many aspects that need to be addressed, nurtured and supported so that we are able to show up for our purpose and give ourselves the best environment for it to blossom. Each are as important as the other. These are things like taking care of what you put in and on your body, moving your body, taking care of what thoughts and feelings you are feeding yourself learning to prioritize your needs and self-love and make time for self-care, understanding what your values are and how you can live in alignment with them today, shifting from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset, living in the present rather than worrying about the past or being anxious about the future. Can I get an amen? Seriously, this is a big one. It's also about incorporating rituals that support you and don't just feel like routine, you know, things that you don't even know why you're doing them anymore or they don't feel good. It's about following your flow and taking inspired action rather than just taking lots and lots and lots of action. You know, the results that we get don't, it shouldn't be a matter of how much time we spend on something for how amazing it is. It's about the inspiration and energy that's behind it. Does that make sense? 
It's also about making the time and space for creativity, for exploring our curiosity and inspiration and about removing buffers that stop us from feeling, that removing the distractions, limiting our interaction with the people who do not support us, who drain our energy and learning to surround ourselves with people who uplift and inspire us. It's about learning how to live intentionally, consciously, and reversing the evidence of the senses. It's about getting to know who we are. It's about befriending our ego and not trying to create its death. The ego is there to help and support us. It's there for our survival, but it doesn't know how to function in this current age. It sees threats everywhere. And so it's always rearing its head up and we need to learn how to acknowledge it and be aware of it and thank it for it doing such a wonderful job in our life. But at the same time, build that separation so that we can decide what we want to do despite this frightened child within us going off. It's also about receiving the guidance of our intuition and that everybody, every single person has access to intuition. On the Myers-Briggs scale, intuition is a personality trait and it's not something you either have or you don't have. It's something, it's a scale. It's like introversion and extroversion and you can change your personality If you follow any of Dr. Joe Dispenza's work, this is what he talks about, creating the personality that you actually want to have so that you can live the life that you want. And he's a neuroscientist. This is all scientifically backed. Okay, it's super important. But our intuition, again, that is a feminine energy. It is something that many of us don't know how to hear from, to to receive. And that's because intuition, again, like creativity, requires time and space to hear from it. And when we're so focused in a world where we're just doing, 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 often without any actual awareness or consciousness about why, without the real intention behind things, we're just doing a lot of stuff, a lot of fluff. We don't have the time or space mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically to hear from our intuition, to receive. And this is the same for creativity, which we'll get further into in a moment. For anyone who hasn't yet already signed up for my 21-week Create a Life That Is Beautiful program, which I provide you for free. This program walks you through 21 different topics, many of which I've just spoken about then and listed. And each week we have a challenge so that you can start to Become familiar with whatever the action or topic is for that week and each builds on the other. And this is this was my intention behind creating this. It was to give you the foundations needed to create your happiest, healthiest, most fulfilled life and create the environment for your purpose to be discovered and then to blossom. Purpose and service, which is action 21 in that program, is just one piece of that whole puzzle. But what I want to explore with you today is that without all of these other pieces that I've, we've just spoken about, we aren't able to fully show up for our purpose 
or even receive the download of what it is in the first place. Now, just a quick side note. While we have all these, these, the foundations that we're laying to be able to discover our purpose and show up for it, there are, there's also the added layer on top of all of this of when we uncover our purpose and start trying to show up for it and things just don't seem to happen or things get in their way. So something else that we need to be aware of is that we also have what is called the subconscious, which is what we are, most of what we're doing thinking and feeling is operating from to contend with. So while we want to make all these changes and do all these things and change our personality, we also have to understand that we're dealing with subconscious blocks which have been downloaded into our system as a child usually and uh so deeply ingrained in our thought systems and beliefs that it's very difficult to change those from a conscious level. So as we start to show up for our purpose, we'll find things like our upper limit kicks in, which is a Gay Hendricks term. If you've read The Big Leap or if you haven't read The Big Leap, actually, I highly recommend that book. It's amazing. So basically our body starts to respond by, you know, we're sick all the time. We suddenly are dealing with lots of anxiety. Things start getting in the way, but this is a way of our us not showing up for whatever we have deemed that we're not worthy of, the success that we're not worthy of. So this is something really important to think about as well. And I mean, I've also just qualified uh, for my training in theta healing, which is a, provides a way to uncover these subconscious blocks. And I'm very interested in exploring more, more of this. This is also something that Jess Lively speaks a lot about. And it's because it's really important. We do all this work to discover our purpose, to show up for it. And then we have these issues that just to our logical mind seem so completely uh, ridiculous. They come out of nowhere, but this is something that happens for everyone. And you've got to keep lifting your limit and clearing out these subconscious blocks that you have downloaded as a child and have been operating on your whole life. So that's another topic, but that it's something I just want you to also be aware of. You know, there's a lot going on here. A beautiful quote, on this topic that I think is great for people to write down and have somewhere around them is from Oprah Winfrey, my fave. Um, You don't have to hold yourself hostage for who you used to be. I mean, that's such a biggie, such a big one. And then another beautiful quote, which many people will have heard before, but I just absolutely love is by Marianne Williamson, who is um, a teacher of A Course in Miracles, and which is just an incredible text. Um, I'm still making my way through it, but I also highly recommend it. And this quotes from her book, A Return to Love, which I also highly recommend. She says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous, Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. 
There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. And the reason I wanted to mention this quote here or both of these quotes here is that when we're born as a and this is what a course in miracle teaches, we're born as completely innocent, loving child with no fears other than of being dropped on the floor um, <laughs> and we so it's about physical and as we grow up we download all of these other fears and this is why our ego goes crazy because we've just we've added we've learned all these fears and a lot of them are really irrational we can take things that have happened during childhood which may have been um, for an adult, something that isn't scary or isn't some sort of warning to us. But as a child, especially when we can't communicate and we don't understand, we take you know an expression of someone's face to mean something. And then we operate on from whatever, however we've processed that for the rest of our lives, unless we try to change things. So, and it's the same. We, this upper limit pro- problem and this issue about, being afraid of our own light, it is scary because it's unknown. And this is this other side of us that many of us haven't tapped into. So I just want you to know that as you're working through this and your logical mind is just telling you, oh, this is all um, (laughs) a big load of crap. um, That is because it is uncertain and you're not used to it. And we're living in a society that has completely valued this um, mode of acting and of not turning within to trust our own instincts and to receive our own truth and guidance. So yes, while purpose and service is only one piece of the puzzle, when we look at everything that it takes to create a happy, healthy, fulfilled life, at least with the create a life that is beautiful philosophy. Purpose is our focus because it underpins all of it. And we'll see how all of these topics are essential. And so someone comes to me to work with me in a coaching relationship to discover and show up for their purpose. But what we also have to work on is self-love. We also have to work on self-care, relationships, etc. So to discover our purpose, we need to create the right environment that gives us the time and space to receive the download and also to act on it most effectively. There's the task of discovering what it is today. And then there is the task of moving forward on it. And when subconscious blocks show up of being able to move beyond them. And by the same token, I work with people who come to me specifically to focus on relationships, as in a romantic partner. And what we end up focusing on is self-love, of course, and the relationship they desire, but also purpose. Because we need to come into relationships where we are looking for a life partner as a whole person, someone who is full of themselves, because then you attract a life partner rather than someone who is just for a moment or someone who is going to perpetuate the relationship issues you've recycled up until now, like commitment issues, unavailability, codependency, etc. You come in as a full person who loves themselves and then you are the vibrational match for a partner on that level too. Relationships take a lot of care and attention and you need the right environment to create one that will see you both evolve, thrive and live the life you truly desire.
It's the same thing if you come to me about giving up alcohol or any other buffer in your life. We also talk about purpose because purpose gives us a framework to live within. It makes life easier, not harder, and it also makes life better. So you see how purpose underpins it all? Think about it. If you're trying to stop doing something or to give something up, how much easier is it if you know why you are doing that? And if you have a reason that is bigger than yourself, something you're working towards that matters to you, it's about your legacy and your contribution, wouldn't that make giving up something or changing a behavior so much easier? A quote that I love about purpose is from the Daily Stoic and it reads, when your efforts are not directed at a cause or a purpose, how will you know what to say no to and what to say yes to? How will you know when you've had enough, when you've reached your goal, when you've gotten off track, if you've never defined what those things are? The answer is that you cannot. And so you are driven into failure or worse, into madness by the oblivion of directionlessness. I think that's such a powerful quote there. And really, it's so true. Having a purpose makes it easier for us because it gives us the, okay, this is what I'm creating space for in my life. And this is what I need to remove because it's throwing me off my purpose. So sometimes Actually, most times less is more. It's like whenever I like to restrict my diet now and again, and I actually find that easier for me, not harder because, and it's the same with restricting my wardrobe with a capsule wardrobe. I feel free, more free than when I have all the options in the world because I'm limiting it to a a manageable focus. These are my options. This is something I've already decided. It's intentional. There's a reason for them all being here. Now I don't need to be distracted by all the other fluff in life. Okay, so I really just want to get that message across. That purpose is important. And of course, it's it's related to all these other areas that we need to create the right environment. But it's also something that is going to make your life easier, not harder. So how do we discover purpose? Well, for many of us, we've not given ourselves the time or space to explore these right brain traits that I was talking about, such as creativity or intuition. And these are also our feminine qualities that we all have. And I'll say it again, this isn't about gender. It's about duality. We all have these and we all need to exercise them. That feeling of unfulfillment that you feel is, I am willing to bet, a lack of creativity in your life. You're not answering the call that is coming from within you. And that is an intuitive call. Making the time and space in your life to be able to explore your creativity, your inspiration, curiosity, and making the space to be alone is essential. We spend so much time around other people. Some of us not enough. But for many of us, too much time around other people. We need to have some balance. Here's a beautiful quote by Brene Brown. The only unique contribution that we will ever make in this world will be born of our creativity. Isn't that just 
so beautiful. And it's true. This is why all of these organizations like Google are so they they ha- they give their employees time for innovation and creativity. And this is a time and space where you get to just explore whatever hunch or inspiration you have without outcomes because outcomes squash it. They they squash the creativity. It's something that has to be explored. It needs the time and space. It's not about the doing. It's about the receiving. And it's so important because if we don't have, if we're not using our creativity, then we can't come up with new solutions. Okay, it's it's so essential for problem solving. And it's the same for purpose. You're receiving something. You're following your joy, your inspiration. And you need time and space to be able to even feel those to experience them. This is why holidays are so important. I recently went to I went on a ski trip in Bulgaria, which yes, I survived and actually thrived. I loved it. But I was what's so wonderful about skiing or any sort of active holidays that you're you're so focused in the present moment that you have time and space mentally as well as physically from the everyday And so you leave a holiday, many of us, feeling so inspired. I mean, holidays, I really see them as an investment in my own business and also, of course, personally, because I don't see a separation between uh, personal and work. This is me. This is my mission in the world. And yeah, I, I, I knew I needed a holiday before I went because I was feeling uninspired. And after that, I was so inspired. And that's because creativity requires time and space. Let me say that again. Creativity requires time and space. If you have a look at the episodes that we've done so far on the podcast, you'll notice that all of them have followed some sort of calling or creative interest, some sort of inspiration And it's been necessary to explore that and give it the time and space to explore it so that it was able then to lead them to what was ultimately something where they feel like they're living completely on purpose. So for all of us who might be trapped in a job that we aren't enjoying and we are feeling, you know, we're doing ridiculously long days, which is a reality for many of us. And we are then going and spending our evenings uh, either just um, with constantly surrounded by people or we're going, you know, spending all the weekend as well, constantly going from one thing to the other. That's what I used to do. I would work very long hours a week and then I would go out with my friends or family and go from one thing to the other. So tired, but just didn't want to be alone didn't want to have to deal with the reality that what I was doing was not fulfilling me. And so what I didn't do was give myself time alone to really think about, okay, well, what would fulfill me? And to give myself the space to receive inspiration again. You can't receive it when you're just 
on the go constantly with things that are obligations and that aren't inspiring to you. It's so important. And the reality of it is that you do know the answers. What your purpose is, that's already within you. You've got to turn back within. You know, even when you work with me, for instance, as a life coach or anyone else, we don't tell you how to live your life or what your purpose is. We facilitate space for you to discover them within you. Okay? So if you're wondering why you don't know what your purpose is now, today, think about all the different elements that I've spoken about that you need to be able to bring into your life to create the right environment. I'll give you some more examples here. When we're trapped in a job, when we feel that we're trapped in a job and it's sucking all of our energy, and then we spend our free time nose deep in television or riding the night away with alcohol or constantly being around other people, there's no space. And what your body, mind and soul is craving is time and space to ponder, to receive. And receiving is feminine energy. It's just like working with the moon cycle. The moon cycle goes through periods of yin and yang. It's masculine and feminine. Periods of doing, periods of receiving. And this is how our bodies work as well. We need periods of rest and action. That's what's most productive. If you just action, 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 you're going to be burnt out and you're not going to be productive. What you produce is not going to be as great as if you give yourself periods of action and rest, both as important as the other, both as important. And this is why when we try to, like as women, when we try to fall pregnant and we're just constantly doing, 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 It's not an environment to create a life. And so it can be very difficult. And this is the same for purpose. We're receiving it. It's creative. It's this feminine energy. So we really need to value and appreciate both sides, the doing and the resting, the receiving and the giving. So let's go back to the example of me and my job. So like I said, I was working a lot. I was often the last person in the firm. And then in my free time, I'd go out with my friends or I'd go to a family function. I was constantly around people. I spent my weekends binge drinking and then I'd do it all over again. I barely had any time for myself. In fact, I didn't want time to myself. As I said, I was bored. I didn't give myself long enough to move beyond that feeling of awkwardness, which was simply because I was doing something different whenever I did spend any time alone. I was just bored. And so I thought I didn't like time alone. So I was never able to shift my perspective to see beyond what I could already see. I had my blinders on. But what moving to London did for me was provide me with the time and space to start to explore some of these other interests. I didn't have my friends and family around me to occupy my time, even though that was completely me doing that. You know, I had a new job, but it wasn't as intense as my last one and importantly I was in a new environment so this I see this year and a half where I worked at this job where I was still working full-time as my training ground because this was when I really started my side hustle not that I like to use the word hustle but 
I used it because I use my free time to explore my inspiration, my curiosity. Work was no longer the be all. It allowed me to explore these interests without pressure. I know we think we have to have money to validate what we do for work. But what was so special for me about this time was that I wasn't trying to create a business. I was just trying to explore my interests. There was no pressure on it. And so out of that, passion grew. Creativity grew. had so many ideas coming out of me. And at the end of that one and a half year period, I was more than ready to start my business. I had received the download. And then this also then created the environment for me to be in a position to feel like I really didn't want to drink anymore. And so I was able to commit to 12 months of no drinking without having any problems. But what was key to all of that was that by that stage, I knew what my purpose was. I knew where I was going. I knew where I wanted to work in, what I wanted to create. I didn't know how yet. I didn't know whether I would do it on the side. I didn't know whether it was something I'd do part-time. I had no idea. So your purpose might be something that you don't get paid for, or it might be something that you start off doing that you have no intention of earning any money from. And this is because that pressure that takes up space. At the same time, I do believe that we can all make money to through showing up for our purpose. A hundred percent believe that, that the universe provides. So can you see how we are so detached from this feminine energy and how to, and the environment that it needs that we don't even know how to tap into our purpose or to be creative. Many people don't even believe they're creative. We're all creators every single day. We have to recognize that this time scarcity pressure that we're all operating from, I mean, even when we leave, you know, high school and we go to college or university, well, as kids, we're pressured into that. It's something that we need to do immediately. And we haven't had enough time to explore who we are as a person or what our interests are outside of school, which is an institution. We haven't been out in the real world. And that's a problem. That's why we have so many people who have this huge debt and it's in an area that they don't enjoy or, or that doesn't inspire them, that they don't love. And that's not sustainable. Not when you're working. Work is such a big part of what we do. And having work and purpose is so important to our fulfillment and sense of identity. So this obsession with time is something that we need to stop, stop doing. Something I've started doing is, well, something I've stopped doing is asking people how old they are. Not that I would outrightly ask people that, but if it came up, I'd be really interested to know how old people are. Who cares? Who cares? We also have an obsession about how long someone's doing, has been doing something that it makes them better than someone else. No, it doesn't. How does that make them better? What makes them better is that they're better, that they're more passionate, involved in something, that they're inspired to go out and learn more about it and to bring that learning to you. It's not about how long. I'm going to finish up very soon, guys, but the the last point I want to make with this creativity 
and finding purpose and it's all linked together. Creating the time and space is trusting. You have an inspiration to follow, trust it, follow it. You're inspired, you're curious, trust it, follow it. You intuitively get a hunch to go somewhere even though you've got no idea why and your logical mind is not up to speed yet. (laughs) Follow it. Over the next week, slow down. Create space with time but also mentally. Spend time alone. Spend time turning within. And if you want more inspiration from me, please sign up for my weekly newsletter. I send an email every week with something to inspire you, a resource or a tool. And that's where I'll also keep you informed about the course I'm currently creating, all about discovering and showing up for your purpose. You'll hear more about my other offerings like my coaching and workshops to come. So please come join us. I'd love that. And I want to end with just saying that to, you know today is International Women's Day, as we mentioned. And I see this day as not just a celebration of women, but also a celebration of feminine energy, of right brain capabilities. This day was something started back in 1908 in New York City, of course, 15,000 women. And we've still got a long way to go. It benefits all of us. So please value and respect your feminine energy for all of us. We all need it. That's enough out of me for today. Thank you everyone for listening. I really appreciate you if you've stayed until the end. And if you've loved this episode or received any value from the podcast so far, I would be absolutely honored if you could please rate, review and subscribe to the podcast and um, also share it with anyone that you think might be interested, who might be stuck looking for purpose and just need some inspiration to help them get unstuck. And if you Anyone would love to reach out and let me know how you're going on your journey. I'd be so interested. And of course, if you're interested in working together in a coaching relationship, I would love to hear from you. Okay, have a beautiful week. Enjoy embracing that feminine energy. And I'll be back next week with an interview on a really exciting topic. And just to thank you for staying all the way to the end, I want to leave you with two Beautiful quotes, one by the amazing Maya Angelou. You can't use up creativity. The more you use, the more you have. And the last one is by none other than William Shakespeare. The earth has music for those who listen. So go explore that creativity. Make time and space to receive it and listen. Thanks, beautiful people. See you next week. Bye. (laughs) 